Welcome to the Gautrain Talks podcast station, the place to be for all matters related to the Gautrain and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. It's been another year to forget, thanks to the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, but it's also been a year that has taught us much, particularly with regards how we view our lives, our work and how we get around. And that was the basis for the fourth annual public transport seminar, jointly hosted by the Gauteng Management Agency and the Gauteng City Region Observatory. This two-day event featured a range of interesting speakers and panellists, with the scene set right from the start by GMA Chief Executive William Dax. He kicked off by painting a rather bleak but realistic picture of the state of public transport in the province of Gauteng. It is a public transport knowledge seminar. It is jointly hosted by the Gauteng Management Agency and the Gauteng City Region Observatory. You know, we're in our second year of our partnership with them, and they are the leading agency or NGO in Gauteng in terms of data and analysis. And they really lead, hopefully, well, to informed decision-making. But they certainly put the data there for people to make informed decisions. And I only need to look back a few months to the recent quality of life survey to, in Gauteng to demonstrate how the GCRO uses data to put our collective hands on the pulse of Gauteng. And if I keep the medical analogy going, that pulse is weak. The patient is in trouble. Now, the causes are multiple and complex, and there's no quick fixes. But if the Gauteng patient is in a little bit of trouble, we're talking about public transport today. Public transport is then in the high care ward. And those of you who've visited friends and family in hospital, you know, high care ward is where the doctors walk very softly and the nurses walk very softly and there's lots of them around because it's a place where the patient is in some, some danger. And this recent household travel survey tells us that during and after COVID, the worst of trends developed. People went back to their cars. They hopped back into cars. They hopped back into road-based transport. Now, there's a common theme out there in the media. People love to say this. Car usage isn't really a problem because only the elite own cars. The middle class, it's an aspirational ownership issue. That's a myth. It's a myth, absolute myth. Since 2003, car ownership per household has increased from a third of households to nearly a half. In other words, more people have bought more cars, put them on roads and drive them. So nearly half of all trips made from home to work in 2020 were made in a car and the rest were made in taxis. So it's a problem. It's a huge problem. Congestion and environmental harm. Should we abandon hope? Should we just leave public transport, hope for the best? But we can't because there's a United Nations environmental conference on the go, COP26, United Nations is using words like environmental catastrophe. Those are hard words. We're talking about an organization that is diplomatic to its heart, to its absolute core. It says if we don't reduce carbon emissions drastically and quickly, we will face a catastrophe. The other danger is around congestion. Other cities around the world that have neglected public transport, they've got such congestion on their roads that the movement of people is stifled to the extent that the economies cannot grow. And people starve, people don't get jobs, people, it's just an environmental disaster on top of an economic disaster. 
The challenge is you have to move and counting millions of people every day on their daily journeys. We have to do it cleanly and we have to do it efficiently. The future generations are to inherit a city region worth living in. So do nothing and hope for the best clearly is not an option. But doing what we've done before would yield the same results. I'm not sure who, who it was that said that, but the definition of insanity is doing what you did before and expecting a different outcome. So we've got to change, we've got to innovate. Now, when we get to innovation, every discussion that I've had with transport people, and I'm afraid to say I'm as guilty as any, is we start talking about technology. We talk about industrial revolutions, fourth and fifth industrial revolution. But I've developed this sense of unreality when I listen to those conversations. It's almost like, oh yes, um, we have these daily challenges, but somehow we'll solve them with, with, with technology. Don't, don't worry. Technology is vital. I'm not putting it down. It's all around us, but it's not a panacea. We can't have a conference where we talk about technology solutions and think we'll solve all the problems. In summary, public transport's in trouble. We have to save it, though. To do so, go to change, go to innovate. So innovation is key if the public transport sector is to remain relevant and in a healthy state, providing an attractive mobility option for commuters. What that innovation looks like, only the future will tell. To listen to this and other interviews about the Gau train, please tune into our podcasts at Gau Train Talk Station. You can also access further material on our website, www.gautrain.co.za, or follow us on Twitter.